BeginningHot.L podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am the lovely and talented and beautiful... Uh, okay, I'm none of those things, but I am your host, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. And this is the show where I share my crazy stories and view of the world and generally make fun of things. This week, I am looking back on the last year that has been this show and sharing some of my views of the whole presidential convention thing. And in BS from the news, we've got probably the best idea for a charity fundraiser ever, and a story about a guy who was just bored. So I want to start off this week by saying thank you. Uh, This last week, June 20. June, July 22nd of 2016 was the one year anniversary of this show. So I want to say thank you to everybody who's kind of ridden along with me from the very beginning. And to those of you who've been listening since the very beginning and those first couple episodes driving home from work at night. I'm sorry. It was terrible. I know it was terrible. Um, my wife flat told me the first show, if I wasn't married to you, I wouldn't have been listening. So, you know, thank you, baby, for for continuing to mildly support me through this show. Um, I, I, I got to give her credit, too, because I will say that the confidence that I've built over the last year, a lot of it came on the episodes where she was there with me. Just having her there... And somebody to riff off of. And at the same time, when she came on and we started doing our other show together, that's just more mic experience for me. Uh, because anybody who listened to those early shows, I was always so nervous. Just, I'd, I'd be fine. I'd go in. I'd know what I was going to talk about in a lot of cases. A lot of them I didn't. But I'd go in a lot of times. Like, I'd have, I'd know what I was going in with. But... I always would just choke up as soon as I'd sit down and get in front of the mic. I'd choke up and I'd just be a frog for the first half of the show. And it would take so long to loosen up that it was just a nightmare. And now I'm not. Now I come on and I'm excited and I'm cracking jokes and self-deprecating humor and all sorts of fun shit like that. And so I got to give... You know, credit to my wife for helping me grow that way. And to everybody out there who is listening every week or whenever the hell I get around to it, because I will admit I have been inconsistent over the last year. You know, it's a weekly show. So I should be at episode 52. I'm only at episode 31. So, yeah, it's, but you know, if you've been listening, I, anytime I'm gone, I explain why. Because I really hate missing shows. I don't like not being there, getting to talk to you every week. Even, even if you are, you don't give a shit about what's going on in my life. This is where I share my stories. So, you know, you're listening. So you at least are interested in hearing what I'm going to say. You never know. 
So, thank you to all of you. Um, I know I don't have this huge audience. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not a nerdist. I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm, I'm not one of these guys who, you know, makes lots and lots of money. I don't make any money doing this. And it's not my intent to make money doing this. Although, I'm sure my wife would like it if I was making money doing this. So, if you want to send me money, that'd be cool. You know, maybe if you sent me money and help me pay for some of the cost of this, that'd be great. You know, if, if you're really my friend, you would send me money. Really. Friends send friends money, right? Um, <laughs> and if you do, you could, you know, patreon.com, the uh, odd dad out. It's cool. You know, you don't have to, but it'd be really nice. Okay. Enough panhandling over the internet. Um, on with this week's story, right? Okay. So it is convention season and be, it's like, I, I'm a, I'm a general purpose nerd. I, I will openly admit I'm a general purpose nerd, but I, because I'm, I'm not openly nerd in public, I guess you could say. So I don't do the convention thing and all those sort of things. I've never been to a comic con or a, any sort of, I'm also antisocial. So I don't do things. I don't go to things. So I wasn't really totally conscious of the fact that July is basically convention season. And so in this last month, it's just been conventions every fucking where there was. Beginning of the month was a podcast movement in Chicago. Huge podcast convention. Like 2,000 people. And for podcasters, that's huge. Um, massive podcast convention in Chicago. I really wish I could go, but A, Chicago's really far. B, it's fucking expensive. And, and, and C, I have a job and a life. And if you've been listening to this show long enough, you know, I've taken a lot of time off of work recently between road trips and back injuries and lots of crazy shit. So I don't exactly have the vacation days left. Um, that being said, I'd love to go sometime. You know, years down the line, or maybe when you guys start paying me money to do this, I can have the money to go to podcast movement. It'd be great. Next year, it's in Anaheim. That's like, that's where Disney is. So maybe you guys could pay for me to go to Disney. That'd be great. Yeah. Pay for me to go to Disney. I don't care about Disney. Um, <laughs> uh, so then we roll in. It was like two weeks late. Week, two weeks later, we had Comic-Con, the big nerd convention of all nerd conventions, where... I, I, I observed from afar and basically I just sit there during Comic-Con and wait for all the trailers to come out. Really. I just sit there on my phone and what new trailers and what new shit came out. Awesome shit came out this year. We're not talking about that though. That's just, you know, general overlapping. It's convention time. Convention time. Right now, it's the worst convention time of all. It's the, the political conventions. It's the Republican convention and the Democratic convention to formally announce what everybody's known for months, that Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are the nominees for president. This isn't even a lesser of two evils. It's, do you want to shoot your left foot or shoot your right foot? Um, but again, I'm not going to be talking politics. I'm going to be talking about what the fuck is the point of the convention? Really? Um, I don't get it. And I understand, yes, it's the, they go out there and they 
formally vote for who's going to be the next, who's going to be the, this political party's candidate for president. That's what the primary process did, isn't it? Everybody, you know, they're into all these primaries and all these, this, all this stuff and all this voting so that everybody knew that it was going to be Trump and Clinton. We knew that going in. What is the point of having this big ass party to announce something that we already, like, everybody's become painfully aware of the rules now? Uh, there's been battles over the rules. And I realize it's, it's, there's, a, you know, other sides of the convention. Like, there's stuff like, oh, yeah, rule changes and rules about the party and different things and policy changes and things. If you're being a Democrat or if you're being a Republican, we're going to blah, 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 blah. Really, it's a big-ass party just to announce. It's like a week-long fucking party to announce something that everybody's known. And they keep talking about this whole, like, idea of, oh my god, what if there's a contested convention? What if Donald Trump doesn't have enough votes? What if Hillary Clinton doesn't have enough votes? Like, it's a brokered convention. Wouldn't that be a better use of the fucking millions of dollars you spent to throw this big-ass party? As if the vote actually made a fucking difference? I mean, you know, ever again, painfully aware of the rules. Everybody in the country became aware that when they get in, the delegate count and the whole primary, whatever the crap, became first time they vote. They have to vote with what the primary said. Therefore, Donald Trump's the nominee, Hillary Clinton's the nominee. What's the fuck's the point of the party then? Not the political party. Like the big ass, what's the point of the convention? What's the point of having the vote where the people who are casting their vote don't have control of the vote? So you don't need to have the great big convention. You can just say, okay, pass it in convention because really you guys just blew millions of millions of dollars of donations to your political party to hold a week long party for no reason. It is just to hold a party and stroke your own ego because the, this is the, the, the kicker for me. This is what I don't get. Is they have these speakers come out, different politicians, different celebrities who support the candidate and whatever. And it's always the people who, A, A, they're just generally supporting the party or B, are like sitting there to, you know, rah, rah, shish, boom, bah, the candidate who maybe six months ago they didn't like. But hey, this is the candidate now, so I'm going to go out there and I'm going to support Donald Trump because he's the party candidate, whatever. Um, but... Aren't you already sitting there in a room with like 5,000 of your party members, people who are in the same group as you, who basically agree with you? You are literally up there spending millions of dollars preaching to the choir in the most like literal sense ever. So what the fuck is the point of the speeches? Why do you have to go have... You know, politician A, B, C, go up there and talk about the party and say, oh, we're going to win it this time. Everybody that's there agrees with you. What's the fucking point? Like, I, I, I don't understand the point of most political rallies because it's the same shit. Because the people who go to listen to politician A are 
their supporters. So they're going to go out. They're like they're preaching to the choir. They're people who go out there because I like this guy. I'm going to go listen to him talk. You really don't care what they say. You already like them. Very few people who go to these things are undecided. And I'm going to go listen to this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Because the people who are undecided are not going to commit to going to see a person to pick up their opinion. They're going to research first. And then once they've decided, they'll go listen to him talk. Um, yeah. So when you're at a rally or you're at a convention, everybody's already on their, on your side. Everybody's drinking the same Kool-Aid. So what the fuck is the point of spending a week telling people that, that completely agree with you exactly what they agree with? It's, it's not the same as going on a debate and trying to convince the rest of the country or, you know, political ads or whatever. Whenever they have these speak speaking things, they're, they're, they're talking to their constituents. They're, they're, they're talking to the people that are already voting for them. So what's the fuck is the point of sitting there and, and building up this candidate and sitting there praising this person and saying how great they are and what a great job they're going to do and how we're going to win it this time. Everybody in the room agrees with you. It doesn't make sense. You are wasting all this time and all this energy and all this money to tell people that they, un that something they already believe. And I guess it's like going to church, but at least if you're going to church, they're, they're, they're trying to, trying to teach you a lesson. I mean, in, in, in a certain respect, it's the same thing, but you go to church for, for guidance and things like that, I guess. But this, they're not teaching you anything. They're not saying anything new. And in this particular uh, election cycle, because this, you know, we're in the era of, I don't want to vote for this person. I want to vote against that person. It's not that you're for Hillary or for Trump. It's that you're against Hillary or against Trump. And so it, this whole convention thing has been, a, you know, Republicans bashing Hillary, Democrats bashing Trump. And it, again, it's not the lesser of two evils. It's do you want to shoot your left foot or do you want to shoot your right foot? It's, it's a dumb idea. You go into the party knowing who's the nominee. So what the fuck is the point of the big ass party? You're going it, to, it's just to sit there and party for a week. That's all. Ah. Uh, now, I guess there's, there's the small exception. There's the crazy people that in, that went to the Republican convention that were the anti-Trump people who sat there and tried to change the rules so that Trump couldn't get the nomination. And it was a very small group and they came in saying, Oh, we've got enough votes to, to make a rule change so that Trump won't get the nomination. And then when it came up to vote on the rule change, they didn't have enough votes and they, they got all huffy. Okay. Look, you lost. That's it. You know, tuck your tail between your legs and go away, whatever. But that's just the way that is. Just the same as there are people at the D Democratic National Convention who wanted Bernie Sanders to be the nominee. Well, he didn't have the electoral votes either, even with the whole email controversy thing, which I'm not really going to get into. But even with all of that, Bernie Sanders didn't have the votes. He's not the nominee. 
So just accept it. And it's and I'm not trying to get political here. I'm I'm making fun of the system. I'm making fun of the system that decides that we're going to spend the better part of a year and a half voting for something just so we can all party for a week and vote on it again. And and spend a week telling you how right you are for believing the same thing that I believe. And it, I just don't get it. It's so dumb. And they sit there and have these long-winded speeches. And now because we're in the, the age of everything, it has to be televised. You have constant uh, streaming uh, of the Republican convention and the national convention on every media outlet. And 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 just stop. And, and, and I understand there are some people that are into that. But really... Are there enough people into watching these conventions to warrant every single major news network having it running at the same time? I just don't get it. Maybe it's because I'm not like a super political person, but I just don't understand why you would do that. Why would you... Uh, it's like watching golf on TV, I guess. Um, yeah. I guess it's for those people who want to be at the convention, but they can't be because much like podcast movement, it's far away and it's fucking expensive to get there. That's all I have to figure. But are there really that many people that every single network has to have it? Because every single network wants their piece of the pie. Um, all I can say is that if you're going to make these unnecessary speeches, because again, they're unnecessary speeches, you know, if you're Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and you just been officially announced the nominee, yes, you get to make a speech. Thank you for, you know, choosing me as your candidate. Here's my vice presidential nominee and uh, yada, 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 and, 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 and rhetoric and blah, blah, blah. And, and Hillary sucks and Trump sucks and yada, 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 and back and forth and yag, nag, nag. That's what they do. Fine. They can have their, their acceptance of the nomination speech. That's fine. But no way the fuck else has to be so damn long winded. Case in point. Bernie Sanders at the Democratic National Convention this past Monday. Now, I don't know about you. No, I'm pretty sure I know about you, but Nobody likes shows getting preempted, even by something they were interested in. I would rather watch. I'm, I'm, if I'm waiting for my show to come on and I'm having to watch Bernie Sanders speak for an extra 15 minutes and I'm trying to watch Ninja Warrior, I'm getting a little miffed. Or in the case of my wife, she was about ready to punch Bernie Sanders out on TV screen. Because she wanted to watch The Bachelorette. You cannot get between a woman and The Bachelorette. That is just bad programming. Okay. But, that is, I try not to be political. I try not to be political. I guess if I tried to be more political and get all ranty and political in a, in a pick a side sort of way, um, then 
formally get in a and pick a side for it sort of way, it would probably be better for ratings because I'd probably stir up some controversy or people would get pissed at me or somebody would, I don't know. Um, but I don't, it's, it's, if you talk, if you pick a side, then you get lumped in with the crazies that are on one side or the other. So this is, I, I avoid conflict. I sit here and bitch and rant about a lot of shit and make fun of a lot of shit, yet I still technically try to avoid conflict. But that is that conventions are dumb. At the same time, we are talking about politicians, and much like a platypus, they don't do much. But enough about all that. Let's get on with the news. Okay, first up this week, a the Blue Parrot Cabaret in Morgantown, West Virginia, is raising money for local flood relief by donating a portion of their lap dance fees to charity. Really, the strippers are getting involved in flood relief. Now, I, I, I'm torn on this. This is a, it's like a really uplifting story. Like the the situation is is so extreme there that even the strippers are getting involved in helping raise money for flood relief. And I have a hard time making fun of them. It's just a great story. It's just a hilarious sort. It's like what? Is this the best idea for a charity ever? Okay, I've never been to a strip club in my life. Never, really, honest, you know, never been a scout's honor. I'd never been to a strip club in my life. I've known a few strippers just on association because they were customers in my restaurants, but I've never actually been in a strip club. So I, I can't vouch for the, the, uh, ability of this to raise money, but you know what? There is, you know, the, the plain and simple rule, sex sells. And hey, if you can take some of that money and put it to good use other than strippers, college funds, why the hell not? Because what better way to give back to the community than to give a lap dance? Plain and simple. Short and sweet this week on that one. <laughs> And they're just fun stories this week. I don't, I don't have any really stupid people this week. Uh, maybe this guy. Story number two for this week. I've got a guy, and I told you, guy just is bored. And I don't know about you, but when I'm bored, I start thinking about playing video games or watching a movie, not going on a high-speed police chase. A man in the, and I, I, I could not peg down the exact area. The, the report, it was a local, 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 local paper. Um, in the Olympia, Washington area, led police on a high speed car chase back and forth across two counties. And after they arrested him and asked him why he was running, he said he was just bored. He was bored. At what point in your day do you get so bored that 
driving 80 something miles an hour against traffic with a shit ton of pissed off cops behind you is a good idea. I bet it was exciting as fuck. I bet it wasn't boring after that. But you know what? If you want to drive fast, there are, there are public racetracks. There are, there are places you can do these things. Maybe they don't have a racetrack in, in Olympia, Washington. But you know what? He was willing to drive across another county for a car chase. I'm sure he could have driven a little bit to go find a place to race his car. Um, or take up mountain climbing. You're in Washington. Anything. There's so many things you can do besides leading police on a high-speed chase. Take up anything. Get a fucking hobby. Holy shit, man. That's... If you're bored and you're thinking to yourself, maybe I should lead the police on a car chase, maybe you need to think a little harder about your plans for the rest of your day. Alright, that's going to do it for me for this week. Remember to subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. That way it helps get more people to listen. Or just tell your friends. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends. Share it on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at Odd Dad Out. And you can find links to these stories and all of my ramblings at odddadout.blogspot.com And until next week, I'm Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. Thank you and good night.